0: Hey, what's up? Hello, welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me.
1: And a demisexual girl, that's me, Kayla.
2: And a a panromantic asexual who enjoys crumpets and long walks on the beach, that's me, Elliot.
0: Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else we just don't
1: understand. Uh, On this week's episode, Autism and Asexuality. Sounds Sounds fake, but but okay.
0: It's definitely on today's episode and not this week's episode, but it's Oh, funny. what did
1: I say <laughs> that? Yeah. Well, we'll just bug a couple people. Welcome back to the pod. Me eat vessel. Me eat vessel.
0: Yeah. Elliot, yeah. you you're a fun you're a funny person. At the beginning of our pod, we always do like a m'lady, but with a different word that starts with M. Um, do you have any off the top of your head?
2: Oh, um so much pressure. It is. I know one, it is. It is a real pressure because recently I've, um, like over the past year I've come to terms with my identity as being gender fluid, um, or as or I like to call myself Water because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm I'm, quite, <laughs> quite, I'm I'm fluid that way. Even though I'm mostly male presenting, uh, I don't know. Uh, probably Muck m- 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 Water Boy. Let's go with that.
1: M'Eatsuit. suit, mm- Michael Phelps. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> m- right, uh, all
2: the classics. Michael Kane. Right. I'll Go with that. Perfect.
0: <laughs> all right hitting on all of the necessary points here at the start. Uh, wonderful. Okay. Obviously, we have a guest here with us today. Uh, Elliot, would you like to tell the people who you are?
2: Oh, right. Hello. Uh, hello, everyone. I'm, I'm Elliot. One L, two T's. Makes an anagram of toilet. If it helps you remember. Uh, I'm a, I'm a Br- British-based uh, autistic asexual comedian. Or I try and tell very horrendous, terrible puns about asexuality. And uh, things such as that, I I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'll be honest, guys, I'm I'm just messing about. And people seem to keep laughing and they were doing it anyway before, hey, I can start charging them now. So I'll keep doing that until I die. And that's where I am.
1: Capitalism, baby.
2: (laughs) I know, it's ruined me. I hate it. It
1: Seems like an ideal setup. (laughs) So we
0: met Elliot when we did our Six Feet of Space fundraiser. And we've been meaning to have you on for ever, over but a you know year. what, we're here, we're finally here, we made we've made it, yes, truly a delight to have you with us, uh, so with that said, Kayla,
1: what are we talking about this week? Um. Well, this week we're obviously talking about and with, we're just actually here to talk about Elliot, we're not going to let Elliot speak, we're just no, going to make, make Elliot sit here and talk about Elliot and say Elliot finally. as many times as possible
2: about it's yeah. about time.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. But also other than talking about Elliot, we're going to talk about asexuality obviously and autism and um the intersection there of hmm. within yeah and without. And in between. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I this is something that I've been wanting to talk about just because I think I think it's an interesting topic and I think the, you know, I I would like to know more about the intersection of these things, but uh, I am not autistic, so I couldn't ask myself. So happy to have you here. I mean, I guess to start, when did you, like, what was your process with, like, questioning your sexuality with realizing you were ace? Like, what was that process like for you?
2: Oh Well, I feel like, uh, I think it's probably quite common for a lot, for a lot of fellow aces. I think it's usually around puberty stage, like at school time, when literally everyone else, all my peers were really getting really heavily interested into pornography and sex, talking about all the time. It was just the one thing I, I never got, never understood it, never really had any interest, and I was bullied mercilessly for that. Uh, and I just felt many, many, many a year being very confused about, I wasn't sure whether exactly I was gay. I didn't feel like I was straight, but I wasn't entirely sure. I just knew I wasn't, I was different, but that's where the feelings of, you know, feeling broken and confused and wrong came in, which are I mean, it was quite an unpleasant experience, as any ace will know. Um, and it wasn't really until I went to university and I finally actually kind of saw more, just actually saw the word asexual on, on the internet a few times, like, huh, that's interesting. And I didn't quite, I didn't immediately come to terms with it. It took me a good year after first hearing it to really, properly do a lot of research into it and just the more i read the more it's like okay this this makes sense oh finally oh yeah. i was both happy and like amazed also very frustrated it's like god damn this is in front of me the entire time and i i i, I could have just realized a year ago but I, for some reason i chose not to um but yeah i literally think about when i was think i want to say like 1920 just one heavy night of research and thought yep that, that, that sounds like what i am and and then I've, I've, and my life's been so much better and more liberating ever since
0: I feel like the whole like realizing in college is such like a or university as they say literally everywhere <laughs> else um, is is such a it's such a very a spec experience because it's like in high school you're in such a bubble and then once you get to college it's like oh wait <laughs> hold on
1: I do wonder <laughs> if that's changing my though life. I feel I like it's I've changing. heard I think it might be from so many like young aces like teen aces that they're like yeah i like knew what asexuality was and figured it out in high school and i'm like how did you know what that means like in my high school very few people were out as anything queer but i also come from a very conservative area but like it's so wild to think that like we're only we're like not that many years out of school but it's like already so (laughs) different you know
2: Oh yeah, I, 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 I think honestly, a big part is really just about how accessible just the internet and information has, has been to new g- generations. Because I was a late '90s kid, so I was literally in, sec- in like you know um, high school when social media started. I think it's because I happened right. to be there at the right time. Where about but around the same time, like Tumblr got really big, and, and people were using social media as a way of communicating information, and education about. Uh, sexuality i just happened to be sort of at you know sort of university age when that was happening but i think now we're having a lot of younger races who are you know actually have access to that right from the get-go of like of like yeah, from high school which, I think is that, which is good in some ways uh internet can be bad in many other ways but i think it's good we're currently curating it in, 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 in good ways and it's because the uh, and like because the longer we've got on the more just media representation there is because i mean I know when I first knew I was ace, I for one didn't know any ace representation in TV at all. And now we have, like, two, <laughs> which is more than we had before. <laughs> a whole More than two. zero. Yeah, that we, we, we have two now. So something. we have something at least. <laughs> but it's more yeah. than what we had. It's literally more than double what we had, which was zero.
1: <laughs> Did you realize you were pan-romantic around the same time as you realized you were asexual? Or is that like a completely separate situation?
2: Oh no no! The, the romantic orientation was a big part in realizing I was ace because I. I think, I think that's why it took me a good full year to really embrace being ace before I first heard it because naturally, as uh, most people's assumptions tend to be when they hear the word "asexual," they think, "Oh, that means you don't love, you can't have any interactions at all." Like, well, that's not the case. I've definitely fancied people. And I definitely had you know, I fancied, uh, I fancied women, I fancied men. I've had to all sorts of people, and I thought, "Well, okay, that uh, uh, copy who I am." Then it wasn't until again doing further research and learning the split attraction. finance. oh, there is actually a romantic side. You can actually be a mixture of both, and I realized, yeah, because no. I, I, I thought if I wasn't Ace, Pan was probably the next like best thing I would think I would I would gravitate towards because. I so I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't. know the really feel of like of saying no. I could never possibly ever not be attracted to a, to a certain type of person. I just feel like hey, I'll, I'll snog anyone. I'll, I'll cuddle of anything. <laughs> as, as, as as far as it'll go.
1: <laughs> but now yeah. you have the best of both worlds. You have pan and ace. Uh, so exactly, I, I you got to have both. You're like a real Hannah Montana.
0: regular pancake. In bringing, I guess, autism into this. I, well, how how old were you when you? learned you had autism were diagnosed i don't know what the terminology you prefer using is but
2: uh well i was diagnosed very young i think about i want to say like i think i think as early as like seven seven or eight um oh, and hmm. uh it, it was never, it was never very, very well ex it was never really well explained to me literally i i i spent like so many years i i i I don't even think i realized until i was like like 14 that like asperger's was something that was autistic i was literally all i was told is that you know all i knew is that um well i'm getting bullied a lot people don't like me very much i can't talk to people very well and i'm very weird and everyone keeps like drifting me away into the special corner where i either chew on a stick for a bit and i was i was i was was, like shied away from school inspectors a lot so oh and so okay i i I just thought i was i just thought i was like i was like an alien probably i wasn't quite sure um and i just remember being taken to some tests for my parents and just being told that um i had well what i called icebergers because that's what i thought they said <laughs> i thought it was icebergers they didn't I, I i they said you have asperger's so i went icebergers um, they kind of stared at me they I mean they, they, they gave me a very long silent stare they didn't correct me so i assumed that was right so like i'm gonna call myself icebergers now
0: I mean, I. that's fair. It's more exciting. <laughs> it is. It is exciting. It it invokes thoughts of the Titanic. You can just go like, like, the hey,
1: Hamburglar. Do you have the Hamburglar yeah. over there? Hamburglar. Yeah. Titan- Ice burglar. So many. I, I, yeah.
2: yeah. I, I, I'm Hamburglar, but I only stole frozen frozen meats. <laughs> give, yeah. give, me more, <laughs> yes, give me your exactly. frozen meats. I will stole them in my Bosch fridge. <laughs> exactly. I'm a society. <laughs> Um, uh, oh, amazing! Uh, so, uh, and I think again, it's weird because again, I was, I was all I was told is I had icebergs. I was it? They never really explained what it meant or what it was. All they told me is that like you need to have like spe- special time? We had like a special needs. We're like I had to be things to like a special room to do my exams in because I didn't, I couldn't have the around loud noise. Right, the uh, special extra teacher that would take me to uh, our class at random points. And I never really understood why any of this was, and honestly, I'm uh, looking back. I don't even sure whether it was even necessary because I mean. All, as far well as I understand it, my, or um, Tim, all it really means is that I kind of struggle to read um, emotions. I can't really read emotional faces very well. I can't process emotions very well. So it's very hard for me to detect sarcasm, which of course has d- done wonders for a career in comedy, isn't it?
1: Um, um. <laughs> I was just going to say that makes it very interesting because <laughs> I feel like a lot of your comedy is quite sarcastic. So.
2: That's just the old British renowned wits. But this is a thing. I think so. I think both, uh, I think uh, being autistic, I think that's why I really like, love doing comedy. I think it's why actually a lot lot of comedies out there are also autistic. And I think it's a common trait we share because obviously a lot of us struggle with reading emotional signals and knowing when people are genuinely happy, when they're angry when they're sarcastic or not. But I think it's like comedies and this performance is really, really good for us because you, know, you, you you can't get more of a clearer sign that something you said has, has, has gone down well than a whole room of people laughing after you said something. Because everyone knows what how the rules are in comedy. You go on the stage, you say some words, and they like them, they'll laugh at you. And so like, good, I, I know the rules now, of this game, how it works, I can't get this wrong. I'm pretty sure I know how it works now. So in that sphere, I, I think that's why I feel comfortable doing it, because it's the only time I kind of feel like I know exactly what people mean now when they're reacting to what I'm saying. Whereas in, like social situations, I I'm got a fucking clue. I have no idea. If people are saying this because they want to get in bed with me, or saying it because they just want to sell me their car. I don't know. I don't know. They just want to fucking just. I don't know. Shoot this shit. I don't know what shoot, shoot this shit means. Why do not they shoot shit? That's terrible. It's gonna get smell everywhere. I don't know. Um, but seems uh, messy. It very. It seems very messy. Um, I I, I, <laughs> I feel like I'm the worst kind of autistic because you know, um, I I, I irritate people and I'm shit at maths, um. Uh, was, uh, I, I think that's why i think that's why it took me ages to realize actually oh yeah asperger's is autism because every uh like representation of autism i saw on tv was like really super brainy weird kid who's, who's really good at maths and also is going to murder people and like well I, I i'm not good at maths and i've not <laughs> murdered anyone in at least five years so i'm pretty sure that's not what i
0: am yeah um. i haven't had any homicidal <laughs> tendencies recently so yeah you know
2: I'm, I'm, I'm not i'm not a serial killer i killed a few people but they're one off. So there's no series to that
0: yeah exactly
2: um, exactly um i i, I don't know what, 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 what my point was no yes i'm, I'm, I'm i i've always thought myself as a, as a bad autistic because i'm not good at math but also i guess i'm a bad asexual because I'm, I'm a freelance artist so you know i hate nudity but i get paid an exposure wait what, what are you gonna do
0: honestly all great points <laughs> <laughs> just an enigma i would like to uh emphasize for our listeners that this is a joke, and there's no such thing as a bad anything. Just <laughs> emphasizing that for our listeners, this someone is, is gonna take it the wrong way.
2: Oh no, sorry. Yes, again, this is why it's terrible. I, I, I is this a stage now? What I'm on? I don't know. I because I feel like if there's all the freedom to uh, not like say what you want, but like to be to to be people understand that everything you say is of a degree of um self-deprecation and self-awareness yeah. when you're doing comedy, which again I think is why it's quite freeing for someone who's autistic. That's why. Outside of it, though, I, I I have no idea how anything I'm saying is being taken.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, because like, I mean, everything you do in life to some extent is a performance, hmm. but when you're doing like stand-up comedy, like you're getting direct, clear feedback in a way that you're not getting it anywhere else. And so that that actually is really interesting to hear you talk about how like like it's stand-up is like like comedy in general is like good like when you have when you have autism because you know you're getting that direct feedback i never thought about it that way but that makes a lot of sense on that note sort of because your autism impacts the way you interact with people did that impact like does that impact your sexuality or did that impact your like your questioning phase because you know you you didn't have the same experience as everyone else not just in the autistic way but also in the ace way
2: uh yeah yeah d- yeah definitely a little bit because um i i, I kind of play up the, the the weird fusion of of autism and asexuality together in the stand-up i do because all my is based on like that i don't understand signals or people mean so like when someone mm-hmm. says, Hey, uh, uh, if I, so if I'm like, you know, if I'm with a partner and I'm kissing them on the sofa they say, Hey, let's take this upstairs. You know, I, I think, you know, well, the sofa's too heavy, We we, we, we can't lift it. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I take things way too literally. And that was why I really struggled to, um, I guess to I, that's why I wasn't sure at first. Cause I thought, well, I know for a fact that I, I take things literally and I don't understand what people mean, and I don't can't tell when people are being flirtatious or being sarcastic or being mean or being kind. Um, is that an ace thing? Or is that an autism thing? Or is it both? And if it is both, how much of each side is it? Is it only am I like a, only a little bit of both? Is it mostly one side and mostly the other side? Um, and I'm not quite sure how I really figured out. I, don't know, I, I, I think it's because actually, um, I, 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 I can't speak for everyone on either spectrum, uh, but at least in my experience, you know, I do. I struggle with most people uh, understanding picking up social cues or emotional signals. The exception being people that I know really, really well. So like family members or long-term best friends I've known for years, years and years. It takes a certain amount of time where, you know, I've, I've understood every single social nuance they make or every expression. I can understand them pretty clearly. I think, I think it was those long-term friendships that kind of sold me that I definitely was ace because, well, okay, well, I, I know you people really well. And I'm pretty sure I don't want to fuck you. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm pretty sure it's, it must be the ace thing. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not that. Because if I didn't, if it wasn't, I, I, would, I probably would by now. Because you, you, are, you are hella hot. But I just want to cuddle. And that's all I want to do.
0: <laughs> yeah. I I feel like that's such an interesting thing too because for me as a person who's arrow ace I have had the experience of like not realizing I was flirting with someone like not not realizing uh, what I was doing was being construed as flirting and so I can imagine having a whole other layer on that uh, would not make it easier. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, d- d- I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but I, I I don't know why. Um, I've had this really weird well experience that like whenever someone who is someone who isn't ace uh they, they try to hit on me and i tell them i am ace they take that as an invitation to try harder uh, or, or like they're so like oh wow you're already hot like nah, i'm not not really into it like oh you don't have sex that's really hot i'm like god damn it like like you can't win <laughs> yeah
1: that the whole i've that. only s- seen it rarely the kind of like fetish fetishization of ace people i've seen that a little bit on the internet in the past year, I guess, and I did not realize that, that was a thing. Like, I definitely heard of people, like, hearing you are ace and trying harder and, like, that whole problematic thing of, like, oh, I can fix you or, like, I'll be different. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, the idea of people thinking, like, oh, the fact that you aren't sexually attracted to me makes me even more attracted to you. Like, it's some, like, I have a thing for that. Like, it's very, like, ugh. It's like, I think people view it as a challenge
0: and they're like, ooh, spicy, that's a challenge. And it's like, no, that wasn't an invitation. That was a... No, it's like, I'm not trying to play
1: hard to get or anything. I just like, truly do not want to. Thank you. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) And like,
0: for... I was going to say, like, for me and Kayla and for you, Elliot, too, like, we can be like, we have a podcast to prove it. (laughs) But (laughs) I have my comedy to prove
1: it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, Wikipedia I, I, now. Op-
0: <laughs> yeah, obviously not all aspects have that like proof, and they shouldn't have to. Mm. Uh, but it's just annoying
2: absolutely i think it's really selfish when people do that because they don't make it about you or make it actually about like your personal preferences or how your comforts they make it about them it's like oh i can prove how sexy i am now because i must be a true sex god if i can if i can make the asexual want to have sex with me that means i i have the ultimate prowess i, I, I see it in their eyes when they, when they, when they talk that way to me and it sadly it's like one of the struggles i've had especially in stand-up actually because a lot of older comics of all generations uh who are aren't quite accustomed to our our, our newfangled modern ways of, of respecting people i know crazy right <laughs> oh the liberals ruin the world by giving us free healthcare and well-paying jobs um but uh, I, I, usually whenever i've um the struggle i've had is that um uh obviously my on-stage persona is very exaggerated is much more kind of you know energetic in your face very kind of strange and eccentric anybody who see me on stage will know but um and i do that because it emphasizes the comedy but the the risk of that then is that afterwards other acts will say to me oh wow that's a really great character how do you come up with the idea of an asexual character like it's not it's not Ugh. not, not characters it's, it's, it's me i mean yeah i i have an on-stage persona but it's still it's still me it's still my real experience it's it's a
0: heightened version of yourself
2: yeah exactly but they but they think that yeah some of them think that, oh oh they, they thought i was just making it up until no no that's just generally what i am and then that kind of flick a switch in their head we're like what i, I can't be right and then they immediately try to challenge me and like oh i I'm, I'm sure i could change your mind And like oh please don't that's a few <laughs> words away from the fritz. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's also such a strange thing because, you know, if you are those things, like it's fine to joke about them because you're you're informed on them and like that's that's your own life you're joking about. But like if people are like putting that on as a character, it's like, well is that making a mockery of it? Like is that just like old school quote unquote comedy that like, you know, the snowflakes these days just don't think is funny making fun of people? <laughs>
1: The idea that someone who is an ace would be putting on the persona of an ace person for their entire, like, set is just, like, how could you... As a bit. How could you even yeah. think that's what... That's, like, not... How could you think that that's okay? But I guess, like, that's the whole weird thing with comedy right now is people are like, oh, nothing can be funny anymore. Everything has to be POC or... Well, yeah. <laughs> POC. <laughs> yes. Yes. Everything has yes, to be PC. PC. And so you have like you know the old comics like who's the one we hate is it Louis C K the one that's awful <laughs> yeah sure well, yeah
2: w- w- one of many I mean I mean not really yeah. not really narrowing it down and say which one do we hate there's, <laughs> there's a lot of them <laughs> I say most but of I them think, so many
1: options I feel like that's a thing that I hear like older comics talk about now is like comedy is so hard now because I can't be I can't say whatever I want and you're just proof that that, that is like not true you can be very Quote unquote, like liberal and PC and like progressive and also still be very funny.
2: Oh, thank you. That's what I try to do. That's why I run a comedy night in Glasgow called the Diversity Quota, which is all about kind of getting a diverse uh, set of different com- uh, comedians from different backgrounds on every single set to kind of prove that you know you can have amazing talent from any any type of background. And I think it's good to cultivate in environments where there's no one dominant type of person that dominates an entire industry. And if, you, if you if you if you have a trying and do we deliberately cultivate an environment where there's different people of different, different nationalities, different ethnicities, different sexualities all together? No one feels overwhelmed or intimidated. Because uh, what annoys me is that a lot of a lot a lot, a lot of kind of uh, and, I, and I hate type but a lot, of, a lot of older straight white men comics who run big clubs. <laughs> yeah, they always say I I I just don't get it. I always say when I when I do a call, I, I say everyone's welcome at my night. Why do I keep getting just you know why white, white straight guys? It's not my fault I'm not getting any women or gay people here. And I feel forget that you know. You're, you're, you're assuming we're already in an environment where everyone's at an equal playing field. You're completely forgetting that it's an incredibly male, white, straight, dominated industry. And so it's very intimidating if, you're, if you happen to be not not that. <laughs> if you're literally anything other than a white, straight male, it's very intimidating and overwhelming to be the only one in the room who's not that. And you, cause you, and you get horribly treated. You have, to face, you, know, you have to face rampant homophobia and sexism all the time. So it's, it's not enough just to say, oh, work with everybody. No, you, you have to put in the work to actually get people for different uh, uh backgrounds together it's to yeah. make it the new normal
0: if you actually want that diversity like you as an old straight white comic need to be creating a platform for that diversity it's not enough to just be like oh where are they there must not be any funny fill-in-the-blank people it's like no it's it's a lot more complicated than that and <laughs> you are just an asshole
2: oh <laughs> oh exactly thank you thank you very much um <laughs> Going to be go a bit better myself, but no, yeah, I I, I absolutely agree. I, I mean, everyone keeps saying it's it's funny, isn't it? How you know all these old comments keep saying, "Ah, comedy's dead." Can't say anything these days. Um, I look around, I'm like, I, I, I literally have seen like advertisements for, like 70 comedy nights on my Facebook wall just in the past hour. Like, if comedy's dead, where the, where, where are all these gigs happening then? Why are there still seven billion shows on Netflix? Like, what, what, is, is it gone? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah it's just like well,
1: their brand of comedy is dead and it's like sorry you couldn't adapt not <laughs> not my problem but goodbye
2: <laughs> it's, it's it's funny how um again people think that it's a thing that uh oh we're, we're being too sensitive these days but like it, it, the ability of any comic is the ability to, to read a room and to read you know the world and to figure out what's what what, what what's appropriate and what, what 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 can we create make funny of that suit to everybody because even like um everyone loves laurel, laurel and hardy right back in the day black and white silent comics and uh i think, I think like a famous quote he like once said was that he that he, that, that he has no idea what comedy is all he does is that he just he does things that he figures out what people makes people laugh and he does it as simple as it is and that's how it works. You know, the, the, the idea of like, you know, I hate the idea of cancel culture as well, because like people think it's like a new thing. Like, it's not a new thing. And since the birth of society, we have always, you know, looked down upon people who say things that are really horrible and we don't really agree with. That's never changed that behavior. It All it's changed is like what are society's uh, I guess standards now. And naturally, the more inclusive they get, the better they get. So don't act surprised why people are upset when you're being rampantly. Awful.
0: Yeah, being being held accountable is not the
1: same as being canceled.
2: Yes, thank you.
1: <laughs> Speaking people. of inclusion, I'm gonna try to do a cute segue here. Do you <laughs> do you ever find it like difficult to feel included in the broader a spec community because you are autistic? I feel like I don't often see people talking about being autistic and ace and kind of like the unique experiences and challenges there, kind of like what you were talking about, kind of the struggle you came, like the struggle that you had realizing you were ace because of your autism. Do you ever feel, I guess, not included because those conversations aren't happening more or that you don't see other people that are kind of like you?
2: Hmm. Oh, that's that is an interesting one. <laughs> um, mm. I'm not sure, actually. I, I, I personally don't, actually know if I, if I i don't know how i do know any other fellow autistic asexual uh, people i mean i guess because um i mean i mean i mean actually when you meet fellow aces via like these kind of projects or on an event you know it, it's safe to assume that when you meet someone on Avon, they're probably they probably you can already tell they're probably ace themselves. I was like, why why would they be there? They're ace or arrow on the spectrum somewhere. But I've mean asking, are you autistic? Isn't it really is, is it's very it's very bold opening gambit when you first meet someone. I'm not good at socialising, but I know that as much. I know, I know that's not the first thing you yes. say at dinner party. <laughs>
0: Like, imagine if we all just wore name tags around where mine would be like, Hi, my name is Sarah. I use she, her pronouns. I am depressed and also anxious, and I have ADHD. <laughs> I
2: mean, I'll say that. Now you've said that. I, th- I think we should save so much time. It would make my life a lot easier. I think it would make everyone's life easier. Just yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be there. mad yeah. at that. That's fair. Um, But <laughs> I, I guess I, I, it's just like, I, I'm not sure, actually. I mean, I guess because it's, it's a pretty. Uh, because like I'm, I'm very obviously I'm very I'm very 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 proud to, to be ace I'm very happy to talk about being ace and that's why I, I've faced my whole career on trying to spread awareness of it because I want to t- t- teach people about it. I want people to be aware of it because it's so, such a still new very overlooked thing and I know I, I guess um I, I don't really go out of my way to, to really tell people that I'm autistic and it's not because like I'm, I'm ashamed of it or anything I'm you know I'm also very proud to be autistic it's just a thing that I guess I see. I, I I don't know. It's because I see already so much work and voices out there already spreading awareness of it, or maybe it's because I just don't, I generally just don't really feel the need to really bring it up unless there's a reason to. Um, I'm not really sure. Actually, I, I've never really considered that before about um, wh- how much is talked about in the Ace community. Um, I mean, I, I mean, like whenever there's been like a conference, I've always said, like it like like a panel or a talk like a uh, thing about it. But yeah, I, I, I've not really met any other. As far as I'm aware, I've not met any other um, uh, autistic or, or neurodivergent uh, aces. So I guess I have really had the chance to really have the discussion before. So that's interesting. Yeah.
1: yeah, I think I've kind of been just kind of thinking about that ever since reading um, Angela Chen's book Ace. I think we brought this up in the episode we did with Liam about deafness of just like people with autism or who are neurodivergent or are disabled or kind of just have live outside of any norm in that way, I guess. Mm -hmm. There's just like this weird balance of like, autistic people in general might not want to be lumped in with asexual people because they don't want to think like, they don't want people to think like all autistic people are not sexual beings. And Mm, ace people don't want people in general to think that everyone that's ace is autistic and that's why they're ace. And so there's this kind of like, Almost weird dissonance between the two communities of like not wanting people to think that they're each other when neither of them are wrong, and also many people like you are both. So,
2: oh, I don't know oh if you
1: sorry if I just
0: blew if I just blew your we mind. Just, you, you, you did. <laughs> I know this. This is an audio medium, but to our <gasps> listeners, we
1: just watched Elliot. His mind, we just their, mind their brain came came explode out of out of out of the head. Brain came out.
2: <laughs> generally i i generally think you you thank thank you Kyle. i think you, you, you actually you maybe kind of i think you've maybe realized something i've actually been regressing for, for ages i think well i think as we all know we all really did, like what, what, what very little ace reputation there is in the media or rather, i not even ace like things that are bred to be ace, partially confirmed as like we all can't stand the children coopers of the of the world i think <laughs> and because i personally detest that and i did I, I spent my my i did my dissertation on like asexual Character or readings of asexual characters in sitcoms like Sheldon and like Arbed and Moss, things like that. And I think, uh, yeah, and really thought about that. I generally think that maybe because I detest those representations so much, and because I detest the idea that any character that exhibits no interest or preferences for any sexual activity is also lumped as being like, oh, and they're also an autistic nerdy nerd and they can't talk to people. Aren't they strange and weird? And they talk funny, let's make fun of them. Aren't they so weird? And it, it, it's always those two things together. You, you very rarely see um, the autistic character or the asexual character as separate. They always, have to be, it always has to be the autistic asexual nerd and so much like comedy, especially. So, so much representation. And I, I do wonder like, is it, is it because I hate that so much that I go out of my way to not tell people I'm autistic so I don't want to perpetuate the idea that always people have to be autistic because we're not. But I'm worried, I, I, I guess I do worry that if I go about being very open, a bit more open about that people are gonna see me and think, oh, oh it must be because you're autistic then. There must be one and the same. And I, I, I do worry about spreading those stereotypes. I don't know, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm worried now I've been like subconsciously playing tricks on myself. <laughs> and I, well, maybe, I don't like, think qu- you're doing everything. anything wrong. <laughs>
1: I didn't bring this up to make you think that you're doing anything wrong. But I do think it's an interesting point because I feel like there are so many characters like the Sheldon Cooper. And the problem in my mind isn't necessarily that there are characters like Sheldon that are coded as ace and autistic. It's the problem that that's the only characters, like that Mm -hmm. there is only a Sheldon. There's not Sheldon and a diversity of other autistic and other ace back characters and so i can see that like being it what i feel like it wouldn't be as much of a worry for you or for other ace and autistic people if there was a broader diversity shown Mm -hmm. because then it wouldn't be you wouldn't be worried about you know feeding into some stereotype or whatever because there wouldn't be one but right now that's like all with the exception of i guess like I don't think Todd and Bojack Horseman is autistic, but like with the exception of Todd, and I think the character in Sex Education, I don't think they're autistic. But like, yeah, yeah it's just it's all there is, really. Yeah.
0: I this is a slightly different thing, but I think the 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 vibe is the same. Like for me, I I do fall into a lot of the Arrow Ace stereotypes, and that like I've never had like a real relationship. I have no interest in sex or dating or that sort of thing, and like. I I always feel the need to be kind of defensive when I'm talking about my identity because I feel the need to, like, give the caveat that, like, yes, I fulfill this stereotype, but not everyone does. <laughs> and so I feel like it might be a somewhat similar situation where it's like, you know, you don't necessarily want to acknowledge that you... Like, you don't necessarily want to acknowledge the stereotype because that can, in some ways, just enforce it. But the reality mm-hmm. is you're just a person who is both autistic and ace and, like, you're just living your life and that's the way it is.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I, hope, I hope so. I, 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 that's a much more positive way of looking at it. <laughs> I, 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 thank you for that. But no, yeah, but I mean, Kelly's absolutely right. I think it is, it's exactly it, isn't it? It's because that's, that's all we have. We, we just have the trope of the autistic asexual nerd and that's really all uh, about, about like todd and yes the sex education person but uh, just like broader culture when most people think of you know asexual they probably come to mind they think of that uh autistic socially awkward sort of nerdy character and that's just and again it wouldn't be a shame if it was just, uh, just it was more than that but currently it's all we have and it's kind of i, I, I think why i'm apprehensive about i, I don't, I don't want to add to literally the only stereotype there is they like want to cultivate an environment of more than that but hey we're we're getting there bit by bit aren't
1: we yeah (laughs) true we're working on it yeah i think yeah that's the like sarah said i think that's the hard thing about teaching anyone about asexuality is like everyone's experience is so specific so like if sarah were explaining to someone this is what asexuality and aromanticism is from her perspective it's kind of like you have to put that caveat of like but some spec people do have sex and some people like spec people do like today like it's that's the hard thing about explaining A-spec identities is you have to constantly do like, okay, this is my thing, but like, it's not, I swear it's not always like that. Like I'm not, you know, speaking for everyone. Mm -hmm. It's hard.
2: Yeah. And actually that's an interesting way, I guess, that both, I guess spectrums kind of, they kind of cross that in the way, or at least they have a lot of similarities in that way, because it's like, you know, the the A-spectrum the autistic spectrum is massive and giant and there, no, no one autistic person is the same. And uh, apparently I was told I'm, apparently I'm, I'm very mildly on the spectrum. So I was told I'm, I'm, very mildly on the spectrum. So I've always said that I'm, 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 I'm the chicken and korma of autism. That's how, that's how, that's how <laughs> mild I am. I'm not quite tikka masala yet. Not quite up there. Not quite Vindaloo, but I'm, I'm, I'm mild. I'm, I'm on the threshold. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, a, it's weird and tricky sometimes to talk about both being ace and, um, uh, I guess, autistic, because yeah, like you say, you, you're, all, all you can do is just talk about your own experience. You can't ever speak for the entire community, because it's just so massive. There's so different ways you can fall on it. On, it, on either mm-hmm. of them.
0: Yeah, but because there's so little representation, we're kind of expected to represent everybody, and it's like, no, please stop. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just a white bitch. Please. Please talk <laughs> to someone else. <laughs> do you feel like, I guess... I know you said you don't like advertise your autism so to speak but like do you ever feel that people like look at the fact that you're both autistic and ace and like question one or the other like do do they ever say like oh you must not actually be ace because you're it's just the autism or like has that not been an experience that you've had
2: to deal with? Not Not that way around but the other way around yeah i've had people mm, think that oh you're not actually ace it's just because you're autistic it's because you know you're scared of socializing or do it. and some people like that's what uh, that's why i've got the most the biggest crux of people thinking oh i can change you i can challenge that i can be the one to convince you around because like people think that you know oh they just need a little push don't they and once they they delve into the world of socializing it'll be fine then and they'll they'll love sex all of a sudden and like no please 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 don't i just want to Sit in my corner and (laughs) eat noodles and watch Star Wars, please. Um.
0: (laughs) That sounds like the dream. It is the dream.
2: I'm living it every day.
0: Next time I'm in Glasgow, I'm going to show up and I'm going to say, let's (laughs) eat some noodles and watch (laughs) Star Wars.
1: Show up with a bowl of noodles. (laughs) (laughs) Say hello. Hello. That's such a weird way to even put that, though, because say your asexuality was informed a lot because of your autism. Like, it's still not like this person could come up to you and make you stop being autistic. And then you would also stop being, like, what do these people expect? Like, I am going to, in one blow, stop you from being autistic and asexual. And then they'll both. In one like, blow. You-
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but like, like sex. <laughs> what are you like? I'm so cheeky or whatever they say. Um, Who's they? Very, you know, they. I think you know. they, is, they is British people in this context. <laughs> in States, no one says cheeky. Don't they say that?
2: British uh, people? Don't they say cheeky? It is a It <laughs> is, I made is this a word. Up? It's a word in our dictionary. The word does exist, whether it's used as uh, as, as haphazardly as you as you assume it to be. I'm not quite I'm not quite sure. I mean, I mean, we'll say people are are marvellous little scamp That's as far as we'll go. Well, okay, no, though. No. We 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 reserve the word cheeky to describe Nando's. Are you, are you aware what Nando's? I is? Was,
0: yeah. <laughs> Gonna gonna get a cheeky little
2: Nando's. Cheeky <laughs> Nando's yeah. So there, there, there's a level of cheekiness. You can have a cheeky Nando's, an impudent Nando's, just plain rude Nando's, or disrespectful <laughs> Nando's. But 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 cheeky is the most popular. Yeah. Usually, for a cheeky. Yeah, Nando's.
1: I have no idea what we're talking about. Nando's is a is a is a food. It's a restaurant. It's a restaurant. It's a chain.
2: Yeah, it's, it's um, a very very popular. My
1: restaurant. favorite thing that I've heard heard a British person say is being a sneaky sausage. <laughs> I don't think that's a regular British thing. It's, some, it's just something I, I happened to hear someone say on the British TV show Taskmaster, and I said, oh. "That's that's a phrase for me now." Sassy, <laughs> sneaky little sausage. I
2: love that show. When's
1: Elliot um, going on Taskmaster? That's my question. that, 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 I'll say that for is my Taskmaster.
2: dream. Yes, please <laughs> get a petition going. Get it on Twitter. Honestly, <laughs> if, if I if I could if I could be please. on Taskmaster one day, I, I can die happy. Then that's all I want in life. I just want to be on. Hashtag.
0: One day. Hashtag Elliot for Taskmaster, 1L, master, 2Ts, please don't misspell the name, otherwise the hashtag won't <laughs> That's work. That's a long hashtag. That's a really long hashtag, oh, yeah, if, if we're going to do the whole sentence, yeah.
2: Yeah, well.
1: Um, th- we'll get that hashtag started because I am obsessed with Taskmaster and I'm obsessed with Elliot and I need them <laughs> together.
2: Oh, thank you thank you we're, we're, we're gonna hashtag working won't we but it's, it's hard for us being it being ace it's very hard of long things that's why it's hard to do a long one yeah
1: yeah it's a good yeah.
2: one thank you <laughs> <laughs> that's fair I, uh, the, 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 they can't be they can't be winners guys i have to i have, have flung out some of the duds that's how i get the good stuff later <laughs> <laughs> there's a, a testing ground for me
1: hey yeah you can't put out all of your good content here people have to pay to go to the show exactly. you can't just exactly. give it away for free This
0: is just you're just this is a A trailer. Yeah, (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. you're you're throwing jokes at the wall. We're the and we're the wall. And we're
0: okay. So, thinking about the logistics of that, okay. Elliot is throwing.
1: What are the jokes
0: made out of? If we're physically the wall, what are the jokes made of? Spaghetti, because that comes from. I don't want
1: to be here anymore. Okay, Okay. bye. <laughs> quit the podcast. Um, <laughs> bye. I'm gonna leave the Zoom now. Goodbye.
2: Oh, just just, 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 just like all my gigs, that's how, that's how they all leave. They always say, I don't want to be here anymore, and they always leave the room. <laughs> and
1: then they leave. That's how, if I was a comedian, that's how I would end every show. I would tell a really good joke, <laughs> and then just on a high, be like, I actually don't want to be here anymore. Bye. Just end it.
2: End it all. Oh, am oh, I'm, I... I'm, I'm, i might have to use that I, I i I during lockdown i was offered to do a gig that like like in a car park so i would you you go on a stage and people would be in their cars watching and i didn't want to do that because i can't think of anything worse and i mean it's, it's bad enough when someone walks out on you during a set but mm-hmm. to see a car noisily rev <laughs> up
0: turn around. E- e-
2: e- and drive out of the car park while you're performing i can't be there's nothing more soul crushing than that <laughs> oh I that is to a <sighs>
0: I also feel like if people are in their cars, like you can't gauge reactions in the same way. Like it's just not the same. Oh no, yeah. but they honk. That's what, that's what... They
1: honk though at the outdoor shows. They're supposed to oh, honk and yeah. of laughing. Which is also just very loud.
2: But 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 yeah. but, but then how they heckle? Surely the hoarding will be the heckling.
0: Yeah, I guess if they want to heckle, they gotta open mm. the window, stick their head out, and go,
2: You suck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just like get through the moon. Roof. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, that's what I would do. I, I was thinking earlier yeah. about what you were
2: saying about it's, yeah, it's weird how uh, people think that the aceness was was is a, as a reason was because of the autism, and therefore they can they can kill the autism. I, 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 I think they see it as that. It was was was, was um was upsetting and what's uh, very dangerous is that people think that for me at least in my experience, people have seen that the aceness is a symptom of autism. And they thought, "Oh, well, we can't cure autism. We can, we can like lower the symptoms at least. We can like, we can make it more manageable. Make you act a bit more of like what we deem appropriate, which is already fucking, sucking you know ableist bullshit. And I hate that. I hate how, I hate how uh, autistic people are made to feel like we're always wrong, and that we have to change ourselves to fit into society. Like, why can't society maybe be a bit better to, for us to fit in in the first place? Why do we have to be the ones to change all the time? Which is very upsetting. And I think the same way. Similar, I think similar experiences. Yeah, I think to being ace as well sometimes." I think. Um, I mean, thankfully, I I have better friends now. But back in the day, I was always kind of. Weird. I don't know if you've ever had this, but I was weirdly like taught that you know, if we were a, a, in a social setting and everyone was talking about sex, like I was just told that you know, I just had to I just had to pretend to get in on it and act really enthusiastic about talking about sex a lot, which I don't think is a thing normal people do. I mean, I don't think it was normal. I think it's why I left those friends, found new friends. Yeah.
0: <laughs> also, I it's feel like weird. if you like don't have. If you don't have, like, a lot of experience or knowledge about the topic either, like, it's not going to benefit you to, like, try and jump in and, like, do a lot of participating, because then you're going to be saying things and they're going to be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, is that how you think that works?
2: Yes, my, 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 my favorite sex was in 1857 by Lord Nelson. <laughs> yes. And then <and> another thing. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, boy. Um oh I I I I had another point. That's gonna be really eloquent I've forgotten what it was. So please feel story the story
1: of my life. <laughs> that's really the motto of this podcast. Yeah. Listen,
0: if you think of it later, just interrupt us and immediately start saying it because that's what I do to Kayla.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, hello. I would like to make an, a 180 degree pivot to the next question. It's me, Kayla, with the next question. As an ace person, and I guess also as an autistic person, have how has dating been? I know a lot of ace people struggle in the first place with dating, and I don't mm. know if autism also makes that harder if you struggle with socializing. So I'm interested to hear about your dating experience.
2: Oh, it's been horrible. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> awful. Oh God. no! Dreadful. Oh, oh no! Ugh. Ugh. Well, not not anymore. I'm, I'm very pleased to say that I I now have a very wonderful, wonderful, perfect partner, which I'm very, very, very happy with. But uh, has been a it's been a long, arduous oh. road to get there because uh, I, I I started dating before I realised I was ace. So before I knew I was ace, before I understood it, the autism was already a bit of a barrier because I again can't really understand people, don't know when they're flirting or not. I don't know, you know, if they if they want they ask me for a dirty secret. If I should tell them about Dick Cheney and the Iraq War. I don't know, I don't know what they mean by that. I don't know what people mean. I don't know what people. I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Um, but I think, well, yeah, I think, I think like most. I mean, again, I, I don't want to assume I can't speak for the whole community, but at least from aces I've spoken to, I know a lot of us have had similar, I guess, issues of like, how do we approach uh, the uh, how, like, well, how, how do we what, what, how, how and when do we decide to reveal that we are race? because i've had experiences where i've been very upfront about it immediately often the offset saying what i am and people who don't know what that is they're very overwhelmed and intimidated by the sudden flux of new information and they that's why they kind of go away or if i then choose to you know Wait a bit to go a few dates, then kind of gradually reveal it. Uh, and then they, they act like, oh no, you lied to me. Oh, you terrible imposter. How dare you lie to me? Like, I didn't, I never promised anything to be fair, but all right. And it's it always felt like a, like, you can't, we kind of win situation. Uh, so, has, has,
0: name tags, name tags, <laughs> name tags, way yes. too much information on them or tattoo it on your forehead.
2: Oh, that's an idea.
0: <laughs> the problem, it's set in stone Easy. if it's tattooed. Like, if your identity changes. That then That's you would have That's to a bit tough. make uh. an edit. I think maybe the name tag is best because it can be edited at any time. Maybe it could be like a, you know, like the game yeah. Heads Up. Like just have one of those. Like so it's on your forehead, mm. and like it can be it can be quite big because a name tag you're kind of limited in size, especially for those people who have boobs. The, you know <laughs> you can't have it just you know. So I think I think it's kind of we do like a, heads up a- situation.
1: Like a like a wearable Twitter bio where you yeah. just have all of your most pertinent information, just kind of yeah. So so would yours look exactly like your Twitter bio? Would you would it say Pfizer
0: and like X tap dancer? Yeah, what's my Twitter?
1: I can't. My Twitter so bio proud of it too. is the same as my Instagram bio, and it's like really funny. Poto told me it was really funny. 'Cause I saw wow. a TikTok that was like, We should put meaningless information in our like Instagram bios, but format it like it's serious the way people like format their Instagram bios when they put like the date they started dating their whoever and all the So mine's really good and you should um, everyone should look at
0: Oh I thought you were just gonna read it to us right now. I thought that was No, I,
1: was I want people happen. to go to it and then follow me, so I'm not right. gonna give okay. that out for free.
0: That's yeah. fair. You're gonna give the
1: handle? At least no. to make it easier. Oh. No.
0: Just figure out how to spell
1: her last name. Just guess. If you go to our socials, <laughs> it is there. I shouldn't have to do everything for everyone, Sarah. Wow. This has really, I I
0: took us, we took a hard left and that was my fault. I don't remember what we were talking about. Dating as an ace. Dating as an ace. Yes, I don't know where bad. we were.
1: It's fine. That is the review I've heard. <laughs>
2: Uh, it's 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 tricky but it's a thing that i think honestly just the more work we do with spreading awareness the more it just becomes more of this cultural knowledge people know what it is uh, that will immediately mm-hmm. get rid of so many barriers because i think you know it's, it's not like you know, it's, it sucks but i I understand why if you've never heard of it before and you're suddenly meeting someone who's being overwhelmed by a lot of new information is you know it, it can be a lot to take in nice and i i get that but you know mm-hmm. I, I, that's why you know i'm really happy with the partner i have because my partner they were they were aware of it um like sli- slightly but but you know because they really kind of like me as a person they actually took the time to actually you know research it actually understand it better and actually fully understand it and i immediately it was so lovely to me because i immediately told me that wow you're actually someone who actually cares about my feelings and who i am to actually want to you know learn about like what i am and that like no, no one's ever done that before literally no one I've ever dated has ever actually gone to that effort before which i think is how i knew there and then that okay this is this is probably a keeper <laughs> Because they know how to use Google, and that's, that's yes. a useful skill.
1: They are they are literate <laughs> in that's the so internet. so lovely. Congrats.
2: Oh, oh, thank you. And um um my, my partner my partner the is low
1: actually... bar really. It, it, I, don't...
2: I, I, I know, right? Isn't a low bar? It, 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 it's like the bare minimum, but you know, but you know, but, but despite that, I mean, they're, they're, they're lovely in other ways as well. I mean, in some ways, they're they're, they're too lovely, they're too, too perfect. It's I mean, actually they've kind of ruined my life because now I can't I can't. Put, I, I can't convincingly <laughs> do sad, loser comedy about being a self-deprecating, untouched loser mm. now. Now I've got this wonderful partner. It's ruining all my material.
0: You've got to find something that's wrong tough. with them. There's got to be yes. something. Everyone has at least one thing that's just and insufferable. And then make your entire comedy about that one thing. Ma- yeah. Just really go hard on criticizing that one part of your partner um and then yeah, and i think that'll do one for your
1: relationship yeah. probably yeah i think that'll be really good me and, me and sarah are relationship coaches now
2: oh thank you i i <laughs> I, I will not be subscribing but
1: <laughs> that's fair that's fair <laughs> uh, i'm
2: I, 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 only because i'm 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 good i, I got a relationship you know I, 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 out there you can help many people i'm i'm, I'm good though i'm sorted. but you know, in fact but uh i mean oh sorry to you <laughs>
0: I was gonna say also fair given that the advice we just gave you was horrible (laughs) so
2: yeah yeah but um, it's a yeah it's, it's, it's thanks to my partner, I've I discovered a new a new new nickname which I l- I love to give to all allosexuals now. Where it's like because well, my, my partner's allosexual and um, and it's uh, mm-hmm. and that's it's, it's it's really nice and that it's not honestly it's not been a barrier to to anything. We've been re- re- really lovely together. Uh, but I, it's because I'm saying someone who's allosexual, I kind of took t- 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 took apart the word and I realized, huh, every time we I go into a room now where I know it's for the allosexuals, I'm just gonna burst in and yell, allosexuals! And that's how I introduce myself to them now. <laughs> and, 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 and and hence the ice is broken.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's beautiful. It would not work for me and Kayla unless we wanted to commit to the British accent. <laughs> like, yeah.
2: unless we... You have yeah. to, Co- well, to be cockney.
1: I could still, me and my boyfriend, Dean, do a lot of really bad British accents around the home. And so I think I could easily, I could do that to him when he comes home from work, maybe just, hello, sexual oh that was a really good accent
2: you're welcome that, everyone that, that, that's not not the worst i've heard well well, well done i'm impressed well done kayla <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> I'll, I'll happily pay you to to be my understudy for my show if i'm ever too ill one, one, one night kayla you you <gasps> come out do the whole thing but
0: wow. on a wig i'm sure you'll be great i'm i'm now really what, quite concerned what about honor hearing that kayla's british accent for that long i think that's alarming
1: I think it'd be good. I think it'd be really good.
0: I think I I think I think would be
1: much better at it than you would be. Didn't ask you.
2: I mean, I don't, okay. I don't deny- I
1: was it. asked.
2: Well, I, I, I don't deny that, Sarah. I think you probably would do a better job, but I think that Kayla's accent for, for an hour duration would be a lot funnier than anything I could ever say, and that's why-
0: You make a good point. Seeing it's comedy. You make a compelling point, I, I, I see it the floor. <laughs> 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 um, this is tragic. Great. Um, I guess- before we wrap up, is there anything else you want to add? Anything else you want to say to the people? Any uh, shout-outs? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what your life
2: is. <laughs> no, ne- 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 <laughs> neither do I. <laughs> That's why you got on so well. We're so much in common. Um, uh, I, I, I mean, I just I'm not really sure what to, I guess what to say. Is that I I, I love the Ace community, and I've, I've been, you know, I think I really love how the lot more. I guess the bigger we've gotten, the more diverse we've gotten, and just the more ways of expression we found. Because I think that's it's really important. I'll we have, you know, media representation and we have these amazing essays being written and these amazing books being written. But I, I love seeing uh different ace talent from all all structures of the world, like like this an artist and comics and comedy and acting and performance. Cause I think I think that's I think I think that is the that's the big thing It's gonna make the big difference. Cause I know a lot of people are fighting to get legislation uh for asexuality to be included, you know, be legally recognized as a as an orientation it should be protected under the equality act and that's all that's brilliant that's great and i agree about which you should do that uh, but i think to see real cultural change i think it's really important to just get the word out any way you can if you if you if you like create stuff create stuff Then put your soul into it and tell people about aceness for your way because that's 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 the because I, I only say that because that's the only way i found people actually listened to me because before i did comedy i i used to you know do uh, campaigns I used to you used to do lectures used you told people about aceness in a very kind of serious way and obviously you know it's good to do that but the people who never heard of it before they were very resilient to that and resistant and you know mm-hmm. i got branded with a, with that you know the age-old you know woke brush saying oh so preachy oh so you know boring and I'll oh, up themselves and oh they're so preachy and boring oh god can't offer anything but i thought well if i by do silly puns and jokes, or for one, I've proven them wrong, that, you know, one, well, you can actually be liberal and a decent person and actually still, still you know, enjoy a good laugh. And also that, that I find people, you, you, can, you can spread messages better that way because, you know, people always forget how powerful art, this art is and how, what a great tool it is, how powerful a tool it is because you can, you can trick people into learning things and you can spread messages so easily through that because people usually don't go out of their way to go to a place to be lectured to. But if you manage to teach people things, I, I, I know it sounds harsh, but, but, but it's true. I, I,
0: I, they either pay a lot of money to be lectured yes. to yes. or they refuse. <laughs>
2: <laughs> because I I, I, I I know it's because so many people I've done comedy to who have learned ase- about asexuality through watching me mm-hmm. do silly shit. I'm, you know, I don't want to go too much credit. But I feel like a lot of people, especially a lot of older people I've met I think if they hadn't seen me do that, I don't think they ever would have gone out of their way to go to an asexuality talk or lecture or anything. I generally don't think they would. I think uh, sometimes you have to. As long as I think, if you, I think if you if you talk about think what you're passionate about and you express yourself through any way you can, I think the, the more we do that, the more the message will get out get out there. And because uh, I found that people have always asked me as well, um, you know, do I get heckled a lot for, for being a specifically? And not really, no. Because I I, I I think that honestly. As long as you're making people laugh, they don't give a shit what you're talking about. As long as, again, comedy follows very strict rules. That's why it's an autistic person, I like it. It's very strict rules that you have to follow. As long as people laugh, that's all that matters. It doesn't matter what topic it is. So I find people don't really give me much flack for that. Which And I find it weird in general people do. I find it so weird people... Have a go at us for being ace because you're having a go at us for not doing something, saying, Ah, all those bloody asexuals coming over here, not taking our women. What's wrong with <laughs> how them? How dare they? I know. How, how dare, they dare they not? They. What's wrong with our women? They're very good. So we have a <laughs> lot of evidence to them. Why won't you take them?
0: I think that is a really, a really excellent point, though, because like legislation and uh, like advocacy in, in the more direct sense is really important and it's, hmm. it's important to set things into stone and that sort of thing. But Culture is what really changes people's minds, and mm. seeing and seeing this kind of stuff in the culture and in the arts and in you know everything. So hell yeah, I think that's hell- a lovely place to end it. A true delight.
2: Exactly. Hell
0: hell hell yeah. Kayla, what's our
1: poll for this week? I think it would be cool to do a poll that just asks like, are you a spec and also autistic? Just to kind of see how many people we have. Who are both? You know that could be Ooh. fun.
2: That I'll that, be good. I I love to meet people who are also as socially awkward as I am because I go to a lot of like asexual meetups and I find most of the time it's just me awkwardly twiddling my thumbs going. So, anyone else not fucked anyone this week? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I mean, that's not a bad. It's not a bad way though. I think
0: specifically like a spec functions they can be kind of hard though because it's like the one thing we have in in common is that we don't feel. It traction and so it's like that's not like a thing you can talk about for three hours you know <laughs> oh
2: uh, oh god yeah. Oh. yeah well yeah yeah but I mean um I'm glad that we have them they're good for solidarity they're good for people to feel like they're part of the community but yeah I mean I'm at yeah. the station I'm pretty content with my identity now so when I go to an ace social, I'm, I, I'm like I, I yes we're all ace but I at least know nothing about you do, 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 do you like bread no oh dear <laughs> then, then we are not gonna get on <laughs>
0: bread please Basic. all right that's our poll uh kayla what's your beef and your juice this week
1: my beef is depression because i have it um <laughs> i have just been having a depression week which makes it very hard to do all of the tasks i have to do so that's just not um you know fun my juice is it's a new season of Hell's Kitchen out coming. It's coming. It's happening currently, um, but it's mm-hmm. all like young people this season. It's like people our age. So mm, spicy, mm. fun. Mm. Now I get to see Gordon yell at people my own age. So good, <laughs> excellent.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. Good my fun. beef is going back into the office in this economy. Not only is it annoying because my commute's gonna get awful, but uh, it's gonna make uh podcasting much harder for me
1: and kayla so (laughs) yeah i'm Um, not excited because i have to go back to recording at like 10 p.m
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) um my juice is bts muster sozu soju actually but it's a z in the way it's spelled. no one here knows what i'm talking about and that's okay um also in the heights that's all um elliot what is your beef and your juice this week
2: Oh, uh, my beef is, is is a plumbers because I, I've had to get a lot of plumbing work at my flat this week, and they're, they're very slow to respond, and they don't do a good job. When they and they mm. yeah, and, 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 annoys, and I think it annoys me mostly because only because sex culture has made me think that plumbers come to house r- absurdly quickly because in porn they <laughs> come in like in like within the hour. Like, why if they if were like that, I'd li- I have a lot more respect for porn being that more realistic, but they don't. Yeah.
0: yeah. I feel like we have two different conceptions of plumbers. One of them is like, oh no, their butt crack's hanging out. And then the other one is like, they're going to
1: fuck you right <laughs> now.
2: <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's, that's... Very diverse. Very that's the worst,
1: different. That's,
2: a, that's the worst combination of things someone could have. I have a butt crack showing I, and I'm going to fuck you. That's I guess
0: maybe thing. I guess maybe some people would be into both, but I don't know. Mm. Someone, I'm sure there's some sort of kink for butt cracks specifically just the just we're not i'm not gonna get into this 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 could go down i wish we wouldn't a really bad uh, snowballing hill what's your juice this week
2: (laughs) i'm 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 assuming uh asexuality and the butt crack fetish will be next week's uh podcast (laughs) yep Yep. um (laughs) uh, my um honestly quite boring but my my juice is the fucking new castlevania season my god it's good (laughs) some 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 some, some yeah, good yeah. shit get, get get on the netflix watch, watch, watch that good 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 stuff good good sex of vampires of whips which is it's, it's like something I, <laughs> I should be into but weirdly i am
0: <laughs> incredible we love that sometimes it'd be that way sometimes it'd be that way mm-hmm. we also have a patreon heck and who it's sarah from the future here with your patrons patreon.com slash soundfake pod hell yeah our $5 patrons that we're highlighting this week are Jacob Weber, Amber Lea Star, Rachel, Kate Costello, and John. Thank you for your contributions. Our $10 patrons who are promoting things this week are Maddie, who would like to promote the Union series by T.H. Hernandez, Derek and Carissa, who would like to promote the overthrow of heteronormativity in support of Melody the Hamster, who is scheming to do just that, and Aaron, who would like to promote free forehead kisses. Our other $10 patrons R. Kadir, Potato, Changing MX, David J, The Stubby Tech, Simona Simon, Rosie Costello, Arkness Benjamin Ibarra, Anonymous, Sarah McCoy and My Aunt Jeannie, Cass, Doug Rice, HVLDs, Purple Chickadee, Barefoot Backpacker, The Steve, and REK. Our $15 patrons are Nathaniel White NathanielJWhiteDesigns.com My mom Julie who would like to promote Free Mom Hugs, Sarah Jones who's at Turn Everywhere, Andy A who would like to promote Being in unions in the IWW Martin Giselle who would like to promote his podcast Everyone's Special and No One Is, Layla who would like to promote Love is Love, also applying to Arrow shrubbery who'd like to promote the planet earth dia Chappelle, who'd like to promote twitch.tv slash melody dia j brown meg cabal who'd like to promote their dogs minnie leia and loki andrew hillam who'd like to promote finding your words and your people during pride month and dragonfly who would like to promote uh not accidentally pausing your recording in the middle of the podcast our 20 dollar patrons are sarah t who'd like to promote long walks outside and we have a new one it's hum hum of spades home home homo spades hop i don't know how to say it but they would like to promote getting enough vitamin d which is very important and i last year didn't get enough i probably still didn't get enough i don't go outside we're in a panorama hello please also it's 100 degrees hello anyway back to the future thanks to our patrons elliot where can the people of the internet find you
2: Oh, they can find me everywhere. Um, you can give um, your
0: home address if you'd like.
2: Yeah, yeah. Follow, follow me on Twitter. Follow me home. I'm, I'm lonely. Um, uh, uh, so on Twitter and Instagram, and I'm known as uh, Sockface Simpson, just Sockface Simpson, one word. On TikTok now as well, doing TikToks and stuff like that. Um, I'm on the YouTubes, just Elliot Simpson. Uh, same with Facebook. Uh, and I think, I think I think it's everything, um, social media wise. Uh, so, yeah, I always update where I'm doing comedy and stuff because now the world's opening up again. I'm, my show is going back on. I'm doing uh, my show, Asexy, I Know It, which is a whole full hour comedy show all about asexuality. And if anyone, if anyone listens to this podcast is in London, then you can catch it in person next month in London on the 17th of, of July at the Museum I want to go. C- c- come <laughs> along. I'll, I'll, I'll do a US tour eventually when I have the money, which I know I'll never have because I'm a freelance scum. But one day in my head.
1: Yeah. You can, one day. We can we it happen dream.
0: one day. We can dream. Oh, wonderful. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much, Elliot, for joining us. It was a pleasure to have you. You were a pleasure to have mm-hmm. in class. Um, <laughs> <laughs> tune in next Sunday for more of us in your ears. And until then, take good care of your cows.